Hello, I'm Pippa Lavelle. Um, you probably recognise the voice from being the owner of Versa, the foragey restaurant woman in Port Erin. We have come to not Versa. We've come to another new project of yours. Where are we and what's happening? So we're in ShopRite Car Park um, in Port Erin, just round the corner from the restaurant. And we are at our new premises called Artia. A-R-T-E-A, as in art and tea. So Artia... Um, is fundamentally a community fluid creative space, primarily an art gallery, um, really low commission, 10% commission. Because if you're a graduate starting out, how can you pay 30, 40% commission when your art's barely worth that to begin with? So it's a platform, a community platform, to allow people to grow uh, from being a young artist. Um, it's just a fluid space, so there's gonna be yoga, uh, poetry slams, uh, different food nights, um, Basically, it just will be what the community wants it to be. I should have called it community. <laughs> I missed a trick. <laughs> it's, yeah, so it's um, an art gallery and a tea shop primarily. Okay, so, I mean, this is extraordinary to me that you've come up with this, what is essentially quite a big idea, when really Versa's only been open for a really short amount of time already and you're sort of doing this. So is this going to run alongside Versa or how is it going to work? So essentially Versa is still Versa. Versa is my main focus. Versa is is me. I am a chef and I and I love it. That's that is what I do. But most of the stuff with Versa is all about community and sustainability. So this is almost the vice to the Versa. So this is going to be more the community aspect. So Versa's quite a small space and now that it's really fully booked quite a lot of the time, it's hard to do anything extra there. So this is a space to facilitate the community side of what my business stands for. And why did you want to do this? Where did this come from, this idea? So growing up, I used to go to this little art gallery um, every weekend with my mum in Leicester. And there was just all sorts of crazy workshops and funky, just a space for different cultural things going on. And I think as a child on the Isle of Man, like if I were to have children on the Isle of Man right now, I'd be a bit you know, where do I do that kind of thing with my kids? What what can I... I just feel like it's lacking. And the reason why I'm doing this is, one, because I can't stand to not be busy, <laughs> but two, I just saw the shop, saw the opportunity, thought, you know, COVID's happened, so much has happened, I just think, why not? The same way I say about getting invasive weeds, if <laughs> without permission, sod it, just do it. And you're doing a lot of this yourself as well, aren't you? Yes, I just figured I should wear a dust mask while sanding down tables. <laughs> um, yeah, so in between, you know, we're closed on a Tuesday and a Wednesday at the restaurant, but the Wednesday is the prep day. So just Tuesdays, I'm just coming round, kind of doing the floor, sanding things, tiling, like getting it ready. It, it, it is stressful and we're moving house this week as well. But I really think it's going to be worth it because once it's up and running, essentially I won't really have to do much. The community will just run it themselves and take responsibility for the space. Do you know, I love this, because you moved over here just a couple of years back now, really, and you have just immersed yourself in the Isle of Man, in the culture, but also you're creating your own culture while you're here as well. Yeah, well, I definitely feel like the Isle of Man is home, and again, the biosphere, nature, and it's just so inspiring. And as I said at the start of, you know, opening Versa and the government and Department of Enterprise and everything and all the support... Um, I just really feel like it's a place where you can thrive. And at the end of the day, just just go for things because if it doesn't work out, you can just get a job. It's not the end of the world. If you've got an idea, I just think just just go for it. The worst thing that could happen is that it didn't work out. Get a job. <laughs>
well said. So from the point of view then of, for instance, the artists or the poets or whoever you want to sort of get involved here, how do people do that? So the first exhibition is actually sorted. So we're going to have Gabby Cooper, who does like tree prints. And we've got Olivia Savage, a really cool up and coming young artist. And then we've also got a really established artist, Kate Somerville. Um, so it's really exciting. The idea is to use kind of more the acclaimed and established artists and then let the younger ones kind of latch on and use them to kind of give them a leg up um, whilst also learning and networking with other people. But there's a retail space, again, 10% commission. If it sells, it sells. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Um, you can just basically contact us through Versa as usual. It is Versa, you know, the main business. But we're looking for people to retail alongside um, Cup of Lena and Manx Turned and people like that. The second exhibition as such hasn't been organised yet, so it will just be fluid. Contact us if you want to do it. Let's do it. And literally it's just, it's evolving fluid space. Contact us if you want to exhibit, even if it's one piece or you want to take the whole place over or you just want to host a workshop or anything you want to do, just contact us and the idea is we will facilitate it. Oh, sounds awesome. So when are you hoping this will be open to the public? We've got a really busy week. We've got a new member of staff starting, etc. at Versa. But in two weeks' time, we should be open. So the Sunday the 11th is hopefully the launch party. And then from there, we're going to be open Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 10 till 2, where kids can rent easels and you can come in for a cup of tea and some there's some vegan snacks as well, all responsibly sourced, um, British snacks. And you can come in for a cup of tea and the kids can do art and just be creative and funky space in the day. But then, because it's not very sociable just to be open in work hours, we're actually open four till eight in the evening where we're going to get some chessboards and backgammon and get books out, do different events and nights as well. So it's kind of like an adult youth clubby thing in the evening where it's not just a pub or a restaurant, something more community and, you know, that kind of environment. But then fundamentally, they'll be on the window at the front of the space. Um, what's on this month? And it will just be month by month, what's going on? Um, we've got someone coming to do henna on a Sundays and things like that. Like I said, yoga. But essentially just take it month by month. I don't know, vegan cheese board nights, um, poetry slams, as I said. But the offering here as well, with it being a tea shop, everything is organic and fair trade. So we've got organic, fair trade, um, a library of different loose leaves teas. You just hire your tea strainer and fill it with whatever you like. Um, coffees, uh, English hot chocolates, and everything in-house is vegan, all the way down to the organic oat milk. Um, so my argument is you either eat like you do at Versa and be super sustainable and responsible and very aware of where your food comes from and really care for that. If you can't do that, be a vegan. I love that. Um, and so I have to ask you then as well, how has Versa gone since you opened fully? Absolutely incredible. Well, as incredible as the last year as a new business can be. Um, you know, we've stayed open through the whole time doing takeaways and really kind of supporting the community, doing things for people at home and stuff like that. And in return, looking after the community, they have really looked after us. Um, dinners are mostly full and brunch is getting funkier by the day and dogs and bottles of fizz and, and you know, 
if you kind of support the community and you've stayed open through lockdown and when making money is not your primary focus anymore, it really shows and then it's just naturally become a byproduct of, of caring about the community, the success of the business at the end of the day. I really do believe there's no place for only businesses that are out to make profit these days. It's got to be something more, some kind of bigger goal and then that will really reflect in you know, the support for your business. It's gone really, really well. Um, we've opened on a Monday now as well, lunch and dinner, and there's nowhere to go on a Monday. So if you do work in hospitality and you love food and drink and you've got nowhere to go, you can come to us and get a discount on a Monday. So yeah, it's going really cool, really well. And it seems like as well, more and more people since you've been here are getting massively interested in foraging. Yes, which is quite a concern <laughs> in many ways, but... Um, you know, we don't ask the whole island to go out foraging something for us or that kind of thing. And, and we do not promote mass foraging and we do not promote unsustainable foraging. We still run our foraging tours, and which are quite fully booked, to be honest. But the main focus of those is educating people on how to forage sustainably and not just forage for selfish needs, but understand why foraging can kind of play a part in making biodiverse entities like forests and beaches an equal food source as to, you know, just monocultures and farming, normal kind of ways of sourcing your food. We're trying to open people's minds to how that can be a good food source as well. And then through that educating, yes, you can make some elderflower cordial, we can teach you how to ferment stuff, but through that education, hopefully that will have a knock-on effect and inspire more people to want to look after their environment because they appreciate what it can do for you on a personal basis. And if someone is interested in finding out more about that, how can they get involved with that? feel free to email us. We're only running private tours now, um, so just one-on-one -on -one or small groups. The big tours, I don't think with COVID and stuff, and especially now the borders are opening, I don't want to do big, massive things. It's just not worth the inconsistency. Um, but yeah, just pop us an email to in4forversa at gmail.com or through the website or, a, or just phone me. My number's on the Visit Isle of Man website and if I can answer, I really will try to. Um, but yeah, you can book in for a foraging tour, but we're going to be hosting a series of, you know, more the pop-up and event style stuff. Now we're up and running and, and established. We'll get back to doing more events and maybe some stuff around the island and hoping to do a brunch tasting menu and just, you know, some more pop-ups where those can have the focus of, you know, teaching and education. It's it's very good in the restaurant and, you know, we do explain each dish and not just what's on the plate, but why we've chosen those ingredients as well, just one step further. But there's only so much we can do in the restaurant. So the events and through events at Artia as well, we can really start to teach and educate. There's possibly a pamphlet slash small verse, a book thing in the making, possibly, um, which could be quite cool, but that's definitely on the back foot. But yeah, and people just can can message the Versa Instagram or Facebook if you've got any questions on foraging and identification and stuff. We're always happy to help. And I have to ask you as well, how is it going with the whole San Pellegrino competition? Oh, I've completely forgotten about that, to be honest. <laughs> They've rescheduled it so many times that it just is what it is. But I've been doing lots of, um, you know, like lots of different seminars and workshops and like I've been involved in some studies like food systems in the Baltic region and lots of different things off the, the back end of that. And obviously Forbes 30 under 30 uh, for Europe came off the back of that competition. Lots of stuff. And, 
you know, I'm expecting people to be coming over to the Isle of Man to Versa, but it's not about just about Versa. It's always been about the Isle of Man as a whole for me. So yes, they come to us and yes, it's a catalyst, but I'll be sending them off to, you know, all the good restaurants and suppliers and Biosphere and it's just a catalyst. But essentially it's rearranged for October, the competition in Milan. And it's also like the 100th birthday of San Pellegrino. So I'm hoping to have a big party there. That'll be ace. Oh. I'm still really proud and, you know, hope there's more stuff to come off the back of it that will benefit not just me, but the community as well. Yeah, it definitely seems to have served you well in that front. Okay, so Artie then, tell us again when it's due to be open and how people can get in touch if they want to exhibit what they've got or look at workshops. Sure, so it's in ShopRite Car Park, and it was sure. <laughs> it was sure the phone shop. Um, it's got an Instagram page, but the contact details just go through Versa. That there'll be a Google page kind of being made and it will naturally evolve so you can contact more different ways. But essentially 10 till 2 and 4 till 8, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And if you want to exhibit or sell anything or host a workshop, whatever it is you want to do, let us know. As long as the bills get paid for the place, again, it's not about making money. It's just facilitating a space which, you know, we can use and just just be what we want to be in so just let us know if you want to do anything and we'll do our best to facilitate it i guess